at JM in the AM. Well, many of you are aware of the fact that uh, this gentleman the man and uh, his group, he'll be here himself, uh, responsible for this selection. One of the well-known selections of the Don Reichel Project. Which I'm sure many of you are anxious to hear, but we only have a few minutes with him, so we'll speak with him first, and then hopefully get to the uh, entire selection of Mimama Kim here at JM in the AM. Idan Reichel, who one week from tonight is at the Beacon Theater in Manhattan. Welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning. Good morning, New York, and good <laughs> evening, uh, Israel. I'm calling you from Tel Aviv. Thank you for having me in your, uh, your show. Todarabat, Arayim Tovin. Are you excited about coming to the Beacon Theater? Of course. The Beacon is almost like uh, our second home in New York. Uh, in Manhattan, uh, we've hit it, uh, the Beacon uh, already five or six times. A few times with the Down Rifle Project and also with the View Farkas to Ray, with the Tura Rifle uh, Collective, which is a kind of a joint project that I did with uh, with a um, Malian guitar player and right. also with the great India Ari. And every time I come to the Beacon Theater, also the team makes us feel so much at home. And also, of course, the audience in New York are so loving and so. We got such a warm welcome, uh, a huge hug. So we always feel at home, especially because of the people who attend the concert. Yeah, I, I, I always or the promoters who are right. who are who believes in us. And this time it's a very very unique pro. It's a very very unique um, uh, concert because I'm I'm playing actually a piano solo, just the soul piano and and of course my voice and I I'm just. I wanted to create an evening that it sounds like a um, almost like a storyteller um, concert of just um, uh, to feel that I invite the audience to my living room just to tell them the stories behind the behind the songs to sing them the songs before they were produced in the albums to go to the simplicity and to the in, intimate feeling. But then I thought. You know, it's such a huge stage, such a such a privilege for me to to play there. And I thought I have to invite some good old friends uh, to play with me, <laughs> just as simple duets here and there. And we have, and I thought that in these days, these days that everything is so um, you know intense, I want to bring some guests that will carry a message with them. And I chose to bring Ali Amr from Ramallah, uh, and a kanun player, Palestinian kanun player, who just leaves everything behind, all the politics, everything is just coming to play music. And from Iran, Farsin, who plays uh, uh, Iranian violin. And we have some guests, even from Cuba, a singer from Cuba and a singer from India. And I think that it's just to be an unforgettable evening and you know, every concert has its own um, story, its own magic. But I have the feeling that the Beacon, uh, this time in a week from now, will be unforgettable. Yeah, we always talk about the Beacon being one of our favorite theaters. Amazing place to watch a show. Search online, everybody. Beacon Theater a week from tonight, the twenty-first of February. Free Don Reichel. You, you mentioned you mentioned the uh, the group that you've put together to perform there. Uh, I, I'm being serious when I ask this question. Are they under pressure because they're performing with one of the uh, unique acts of Israel? Yes, 
and this is exactly the reason that I want to call all your audience and all your listeners to come and to support this concert. There are so many people who are calling to boycott this concert, to boycott because of the, of, uh, the collaborations, to boycott because of, I'm Israeli, to boycott because of so many reasons. And I think that all the audience should, should come and to, to, to show to all the people that this is not the way. To stop the music is not the way. The no, way I, I, is to I, I, I hear that, and, uh, and, and I understand where you're coming from, but I'm asking, you know, a resident of Ramallah, somebody from Iran, I mean, are, are they specifically in danger hitting the stage with you? I don't think that they are in danger, but I think that they are a lot under pressure. I think that even people who are threatening them, I think that... No, I don't think that they are in danger. I think that there are people, I think that at the end of the day, they are coming to play music. They, we don't come to, to talk about politics, right. and they don't come, and they see this stage, especially in New York, to see this as, a, as an opportunity to create a dialogue. You know what's interesting about you? Uh, you, you have this, what you just described, this, this um, un, uncanny desire uh, to spread the music with people of different cultures. In fact, if you read about you online, one would think without the Ethiopian Aliyah, you wouldn't even have a career. So <laughs> there's no question that you're that you're very dedicated to introducing to people different styles of music and collaborating with them. At the same time, you are so dedicated to the state of Israel. You 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 regard yourself, and I hope I'm not putting words in your mouth. You could tell me you regard yourself as a real ambassador of Eretz Israel. And Medinat Israel. It's nice to see those two things don't have to be exclusive. I'm definitely see myself as a cultural ambassador for our country. When I first uh, started to perform outside of our beloved country, people started to call my music as world music. Right. At the beginning, it was a very weird and awkward uh, definition for me to be called as world music because I'm just playing Israeli music. But then slowly, I realized that this is actually the greatest honor for me. Because world music artists are actually all those artists who are bringing the soundtrack of the places they are, they are coming from. So if people are listening to my concert and think that I took them for, for a short travel in our beloved country, it's actually the greatest honor for me. So if, if you... People, if I, one time, one time I, I was sitting in a, air, in, a, in a plane to Tel Aviv and a family told me that they chose to make Aliyah right after listening to my concert in Hong Kong. Wow. And I thought to myself, what an honor. What an honor. Yeah, well, that's exactly it. So if people bring Israeli flags next Wednesday night for the Beacon audience, you don't mind at all? Of course not. We are very <laughs> honored. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding, only because there are some acts that, frankly, would mind. You, thank God, will welcome it. Idan Reichel is with us live via telephone from Israel a week from tonight. He's at the Beacon Theater in New York. So I actually passed the Beacon last night and saw the marquee. They're very proud of the fact that you're coming in, as you described earlier. You get along so well with them. They're very proud of the fact that you're coming in to perform on the 21st of February. The last time I saw you guys, you and your group live, was actually at the Nefesh Benefesh ceremony. I think it was back in the summer of 2016. So you've had not only an influence on people from Hong Kong to make Aliyah, you've been in the hangar, in the Tel Aviv Ben Gurion hangar, when th when hundreds of Olim showed up from North America. Exactly, yes. We are we are always uh, keeping in touch, especially amazing concerts with all the people from Masai and from from Metaglit, you know, all the, all the youngs, the youth, right. the great youth that are coming from North America. Birthright. It's really great to see it. Birthright, yeah. And it's actually, um, 
it's 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 a great thing. I want I want just to comment one thing. Sure. When you next time that you're passing, if today or tomorrow, next to the marquee in uh, in uh, uh, of the beacon, right. t- take a photo and send it to me. You know, I want to see. It's so funny you said that because as we're driving last night, I'm saying that to myself that I should actually take a picture and post it online. And of course, the light changed and that opportunity went by. But, uh, <laughs> but it's so, so funny. Go there today. Send me. Send me. Send it to me. I, I, you have well. You have my number now, so send it to me. Please. I am, yeah. am, am going to try my best, but it's so funny you mentioned that. J.M. and the A.M. with Don Reichel. Why did me, Mama Kim make such an impression? You have, you have some songs that have really uh, catapulted uh, to the top, that have uh, garnered so much attention, so many views on YouTube, so many listens around the world. Why is me, Mama Kim one of them? I don't have an explanation to this. I think that maybe it's a combination, a combination of, in one hand, a love song. On the other hand, it's um, it's what's the most important uh, um, book of, you know, one of the most important books, you know, Psalms, right. Tehillim, right. uh, from there. Uh, I think that it's the um, uh, emotional, uh, exciting um, singing of Wogdara Swasa, who, were, who was born in, in Addis Ababa, and singing his heart from, his, from the bottom of his heart, his sings there. You know, it's kind of a combination that it's kind of a magic that's, that I can never explain. But, um, but uh, is it accurate what I keep reading online? I mean, obviously, it's obvious from your history that your family, parents, etc., musically inclined, instruments, etc. Uh, but, but the Ethiopian influence was a major impact on your career. Yes, um, yes, I was listening to this music since I was 18, 17, 18, when I um, started got, getting to know this beautiful community and the beautiful uh, culture that they brought uh, um, from themselves, from, from, back, from back home. Uh, by the way, um, they are totally Israelis. I, you know, sometimes people are, are calling them the, the Ethiopian uh, community, but right. they, are, they are just Israelis. Same like no one is calling me. Russian or yeah, Poland. I agree, you know, I, Israeli, I, I agree with you, but we were talking about their style of music, so I figured, you know, refer to exactly. it as, right, because the influence is Ethiopian, but of course, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. of course, of course. No, it's okay, it's still right. okay to say, like, the, we have Moroccan community or, or this, so, so, and I think that this is the most beautiful thing that about our beloved country, that when you come here, you see that everyone becomes Israeli, but everyone keeps his own interpretation or own heritage of uh, of, of Judaism or, or about the culture, and I think this is what this is what makes people feel so much at home here in in this beautiful Israel of us. Your col- your colleague from Iran, who's going to be here uh, on Wednesday night, is 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 he now living in Iran? Like, what what's the situation? What's the circumstances? The situation is that he's um, uh, he, he left Iran to be a student in uh, in um, in Berkeley University, and he will come back to Iran. Wow, interesting. And uh, yes. I so, so I wonder how the audience will react to him. We know what people think of Iran in terms of uh, in terms of their attitude toward Israel, uh, but uh, but in I me- know I know I know how your listeners are gonna are gonna uh, are gonna um, react are gonna reply uh, react your listeners are gonna are gonna give a standing ovation to this amazing musician and amazing brave man right because i assume if you if you're if you're positive that he's heading back at some point to iran it's going to be a challenging situation for him indeed 
this is why I have so much respect for him for for coming for the music. Unbelievable, I'll tell you. Um, uh, it, it, does, uh, what is it like when you're not performing with the rest of the group? We're used to seeing you with what we call, what you call, the Don Reichel Project. Is it a very, and you did describe, you know, earlier in terms of the living room atmosphere, you know, piano, etc. I get that, but is a is it a very different performance? Do you, do you walk into a show like this one in a very different musical space than when you with the, when you than when you're with the group? It's very it's very different, and I took a chance on this music for for for, for this. Um, um, I took a chance on on this um, um, uh, on on this kind of music on on this concept uh, two years ago, and it's 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 been blast. It's, it's it's so great. Imagine that you would listen to Paul Simon in Graceland, and then a day right. after you would listen to him at the Beacon, just solo right. guitar or. Same like um, Springsteen, Bruce Springsteen is doing it these days, just playing himself and right. becoming like. I think that it's it's it, it's for new audience, for new audience, it's the best way to get to know uh, um, a new artist that they want to get to know. And for for people that are, are are familiar with my music, it's a great opportunity to listen to where where all those songs came from. Unbelievable. All right, a couple of questions based on an interview I saw with you. Who's better, Louis Armstrong or Miles Davis? Who's better? Mm-hmm. I I think that once you write a song, like, what a, what a, you know, like... Beautiful world. Yeah. A wonderful world. What when a wonderful writes, world. When, when he writes a song, like, he looks at these kids and, he, and he's a... Uh, and he's uh, uh, and he said that that they will know much more than they they know already much more than he will ever know. Right. You understand that once I have so much respect for people who are writing songs like this. It's 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 kind of uh, you know when you wrote when you told me before that first of all my answer to your question is definitely Louis Armstrong. Okay. All right, this, this is definitely once okay. to compose a song like this. Mm-hmm. But I tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because you told me before that about Mima Makim. Right. Not to compare those two songs, but there are songs, there are songs in that I don't believe that the person who sings it or has credits for writing it wrote it. What I mean, I think it was sent from him, from above. Wow. People can say nature. People say, I think it's from God. Right. It's from God. It was sent from above. I don't think that, I don't think that Paul McCartney wrote Let It Be. <laughs> I think that 700 years from now, in a church in Costa Rica, kids will sing Let It Be without knowing who was, who was um, uh, McCartney. And I think that, you know, the, the composition of Adon Ola, Adon Ola, Mashem it was composed only 30 years ago by Uzi Hitman. Right. Uzi Hitman, one of our finest, uh, and, you know, 700 years from now, in a synagogue in Costa Rica, kids will sing this composition. I, to, I truly believe that it was sent to... Uh, Uzi Hitman to send this composition. I don't think that he composed it. I love same it. Same way, I think that. Same way, I think that. Uh, what a beautiful world. Uh, was was. Someone chose Louis Armstrong to be there, and since he is the chosen one, 
you know, you will not compare this to, with all my respect and love to Miles Davis and to all his creativity on things like that. But to write a song like this, that even it's, it's you know, it's, it's for the eternity. You know, like 200 years from now, people will, sing, will still sing this beautiful line. Has incredible lasting value. Finally, Don Reichel, Tel Aviv Opera House or the Beacon Theater? Where would you rather be? <laughs> Opera House or Beacon Theater? Which one? I tell you what. <laughs> I tell you what. It's, it's not a fair question. You know why? <laughs> why is that? Why. The Opera House, I when I in Tel Aviv, when I'm playing every you know every once in a while in, in Tel Aviv, I go out to my house. I I give I kiss my daughters. I take my bicycles. I ride with my bicycles to the Opera House, and I come back home after the concert. And I kiss my daughters to say, you know, just just get, you know. So it's not a fair question. You're right. Still, You're right. <laughs> after so af- after the Beacon but, Theater, you'll have to FaceTime them and wake them up. You're right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Idan Reichel, a week from tonight at the Beacon Theater. Search online anywhere, folks. Ticketmaster has tickets. The Beacon Theater hosts Idan Reichel on Wednesday night, the twenty first of uh, excuse me, Tuesday night, the twenty first. No, Wednesday night, right? Yeah, Wednesday night, Wednesday night, the twenty first of. February. It's not a week from tonight. It's a week from tomorrow. Uh, Wednesday night, the 21st of February, Beacon Theater, Upper West Side, New York City. Check it out and enjoy. Idan Todaraba, looking forward to uh, meeting thank you at some you. point. Thank you. Thank, you for, thank you for the support and come to support us. Thank a pleasure. So thank you very, very much. Mima Makim, Idan Reichel Project, 21st of February. I think I kept saying a week from tonight. It's a week from tomorrow. Beacon Theater, New York City. And I thank him for joining us. Achenu Israel and Achimachem, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world and the web at NachumSiegel.com. On the Nachum Siegel Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app.